0: It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack Podcast. You know, on Saturdays, we play fun music and we feature great information at 993thevine.com with me, Big Rick Stewart, and music from my time at Live 105 and at KFOG. We also mix in some stories that I find kind of interesting, whether it's local music or food or tech or just kind of some cool things I think you ought to know about. It's always lots of fun. Fun music and great information happens every Saturday at 993thevine.com. And the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack podcast features great information like this. Hey, I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack, fun music, and great information. Got some great information for you music fans, especially if you are a Foo Fighters fan. They're on this big world tour. They're all over the place, and they've just announced some dates for next year in the U.S. They're going to be going uh, kind of like east to west. So here's the whole deal. Now, we don't have an actual super local date yet, but if you want to travel a little bit, well, there's some opportunities. You want to see the very first show, you're going to be going to New York City next July to see them at City Field as they kick off their U.S. tour. And then maybe, how about Fenway Park in Boston? that would be kind of cool to see them there. Uh, They're going to do a few more shows, and they'll be at Empower Field at Mile High in Denver, Colorado. That's going to be August 3rd. And then they head to California. The Foo Fighters are playing August 7th in San Diego. They're doing two shows so far, the 9th and the 11th in Los Angeles. Uh, That would be August 9th and August 11th. Then August 16th in Portland, August 18th in Seattle. There's no, like, San Francisco or, you know, Sacramento dates or anything like that announced yet. But there is a big break between August 11th in L.A. and August 16th in Portland. And I would think it would make sense somewhere there'll be a show right there for Foo Fighters fans. So if you really want to, I mean, you could see, you know, San Diego, L.A., maybe some local show. Portland and Seattle, that's a lot of Foo Fighters. Anyway, follow them for more information. And if I hear something, I'll pass it on. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack at 99.3 Divine The Vine. big rick stewart it's the wine country saturday soundtrack uh, we have fun music and great information hey enough of talking about restaurants closing right i mean it's just it's a bummer how about restaurants opening or you know something opening at least this is from SonomaMag.com. popular napa bakery expanding to sonoma county all right i like this You ready for some pumpkin spice latte cake and pumpkin donuts? Well, you can check out Monday Bakery as they have now opened their doors on the Sonoma Plaza. They're just right off the square. Owner Sally Geftakis is a CIA Greystone graduate and a passionate baker and launched Monday Bakery at local farmer's markets and pop-ups in 2017. You may have been buying some of that stuff and you may have been buying some of that stuff in downtown Napa. In 2019, uh, she opened up her bakery and it's, it's all good. In fact, things have gone so well that she says, I'm absolutely thrilled to bring my dream to Sonoma. She says, I think we make some of the best croissants in the Valley. And she said she owes her love of baking adventures to the Easy Bake Oven of her childhood. Ah, yes. Easy Bake Ovens, didn't they have like a light bulb in them? Wasn't that the deal? (laughs) They're still around, I think, right? Monday Bakery is on Instagram, at Monday Bakery. And their location is at 117 East Napa Street, near First Street, right near the square. Congratulations to everyone involved. And Sally, way to go. I love talking about something new and opening and people happy and being successful. That's great. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack at 99.3 The Vine. Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday soundtrack. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Fun music and great information. You know, useful information. Maybe not like really important information, but I don't know. On the other hand, how to pair wine and Halloween candy could be very important information. You know, I love that like Halloween candy goes on sale. I don't know when, like July or something. <laughs> Like you're gonna not eat the candy, you're gonna have to rebuy that candy three or four times, right? It doesn't have to be Halloween candy. You could do this year round, I guess. Uh, this comes to us from the very intelligent folks uh, over at Wine Enthusiast, and uh, you can follow them for more information. Fiona Adams, Assistant Tasting Director, uh, has this little chart, and I'll, okay, I'll help you out. According to Fiona Adams, M&Ms pair perfectly with some Pinot Noir or Gamay. Okay, I like that. I shouldn't get into, like, the peanut M&Ms or differentiation, but whatever. Uh, Hershey's Special Dark and Zinfandel. Oh, that sounds really good to me. How about Snickers? Got have to break out the French wine for the Saturn for some Snickers bars pairing. Starburst? kind of like sour, get your mouth all watering. Uh, she says, try some off-dry Riesling. Here's one to try. How about Reese's Peanut Butter Cups with some dry sherry wine? Hmm. Uh, if I get this Spanish pronunciation correct, it would be Amontillado or other dry sherry. And finally, the somewhat controversial candy corn, personally not a fan, but whatever, some sparkling Riesling, uh, some Prosecco, or whatever. There you go. Thank you, wine enthusiasts, for helping us drink more wine with Halloween candy. I <laughs> we have to, you know, now experiment and make sure to try all these variations out. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack at 99.3 The Wine. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. I'm Big Rick Stewart. I love this time of year. I mean, it's awesome. Hopefully, you know, the baseball team that we like is in the playoffs. For me personally, not so much this year, but that's okay. But the weather is great, and it's that time between you know when school is back in and before the winter storms hit. So, if you want to go to Tahoe, it's a great time to go to Tahoe, of course, but you can't go snow skiing yet. But when can you go snow skiing? I'm so glad you asked because I have some dates for you. Tahoe Ski Resorts anticipated opening dates for the 23-24 ski season. Are you ready? Now that super high elevation Mount Rose, they're hoping for November 9th and Mammoth Mountain November 10th. All right, so those are the first two on the list that I'm looking at. November 17th, you're going to be able to check out Boreal, hopefully. Heavenly and North Star. November 22nd, Palisades Tahoe, formerly known as Squaw Valley. And then on the 24th, Sugar Bowl. And then we start getting into December dates as we get closer to Lake Tahoe lake level. Uh, Kirkwood Mountain Resort, that is on December 1st. Sierra Tahoe, the 2nd, December 7th, Diamond Peak. And Tahoe Donner, December 8th. All right, so were any of your favorites on that list? Check out your favorites, get your passes and more. And there's going to be this whole new parking thing up at Tahoe. uh, I'll tell you about it as we get closer to the snow ski season. But November 9th, Mount Rose. That's the first one on the list. It's not too far away, right? Like a month away? Enjoy and look forward to a good season of snow at Tahoe. Man, last year was crazy. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack at 99.3 The Vine. This the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. I'm Big Rick Stewart. I apologize in advance for two things. One, I kind of didn't realize that this whole thing was like basically an advertisement. And two, that it's disgusting. All right, so I apologize in advance. But when I first read about this, I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. Okay, and it is kind of interesting. Uh, This is from Outkick.com. They say Buffalo Bills fans will do anything quarterback Josh Allen tells them to do, even if it's completely disgusting. Yes, uh, the quarterback of the Bills, he's a really good quarterback. He's amazing. Uh, The two-time Pro Bowl quarterback has teamed up with Pepsi, and they've got this new drink. And people in Buffalo, they are drinking it, and they're on social media. They're going crazy. And it's called Buffalo Pepsi are you ready now i like pepsi it's all good here's the recipe oh my gosh 12 ounces of pepsi into a glass with ice add one tablespoon of buffalo sauce oh man stir with a celery stick optional add blue cheese crumble to the rim you know to make it even more disgusting and then enjoy and i don't know about this Uh, They have some reviews from people online, and you've seen maybe some of the social media from this. My favorite review of this is from a fan who said, quote, surprisingly, not as bad as I was expecting. All right. So there you go. Josh Allen, good. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they're pretty good. Pepsi, good. Buffalo Sauce, good. Put them all together. I don't know. What would a 49ers drink be, though? What would that be? I think like 49ers like seafood maybe crab i don't know chupino mixed with vodka like something yeah now, now we're talking i'm big rick stewart hey whatever it's the wine country saturday soundtrack at 993 the vine Wine Country Saturday soundtrack. Oh, we're back on a Saturday. It's very awesome, right? As we get into October. The best weather for... Uh, everybody in Northern California, right, right around here. I mean, this is always the best. October is always the best. Hey, it's a good time to go for a road trip. Honda, you maybe are a fan of Honda. I'm a fan of Honda engineering. I think they they make some really great vehicles. I mean, whether it's motorcycles or cars and everything else they do. All right. Well, Honda has previewed their first electric SUV. It's going to be arriving in 2024. I'll give you the estimated range and the pricing and more. This is from Electrek.co they say we're getting a sneak peek of honda's first 100 electric suv arriving next year it's going to be called the honda prologue pre-sales start later this year and what you can expect from this is a oh, pretty cool looking suv although they all kind of look the same now don't they four doors a big hatch in the back not really really big not really really small it's like medium sized that's exactly what this is going to look like and the range is about 300 miles for a charge now I have been hanging out in a Mach-E Mustang, a great car, in a range about 300 miles. That's fine. Uh, There's so many charging stations all around California that no matter which way you go, you'll be able to find somewhere to charge, and lots of times those fast chargers and more. So 300 miles is very doable. You don't need like a whole lot more than that. Plus, if you can charge at home, it's not a problem. So the Honda Prologue is coming It's going to cost you probably in the mid $35,000 range. This is a pretty good deal. So get in line and check it out. And yeah, they'll have a few different variations as far as uh, trim levels and different technologies and more. All right. I like it. More choices. More choices, the better. I'm Big Rick Stewart. It's the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack at 99.3 The Vine. Well, those are some stories that I have featured on the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack. Tune in at 8 a.m. every Saturday at 993thevine.com. I'm Big Rick Stewart here. Music from my days at Live 105 and Cape Fogg, Some current songs, lots of surprises and more. It's always lots of fun. We have a 10 at 10, a Beatles brunch at noon. It happens all day. The Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack and the Wine Country Saturday Soundtrack podcast. Tell your friends and thanks for listening to this podcast and thanks for checking out 993 thevine.com.